So welcome here to my third episode, the third episode of uh, my podcast, Homeopathy for uh, Home Prescribers. Or actually uh, now the name is Homeopathy Lee, because I have decided to call this podcast Homeopathy Lee. And I also want this to be more of a name that is being used on my website and uh, when I have my different products, uh, like I have... Um, I have my flashcards, which is uh, some cards that uh, you can use to learn about 36 very common uh, homeopathic remedies are common in the way that it's uh, remedies that are often prescribed and remedies that are often remedies that you prescribe on your own in your home. Uh, so just providing you with a little bit of information about 36 very well-known homeopathic remedies, where how you would use them at home um, and for what. <clears throat> so th they will also go under the name homeopathy. I just think it's, it's funny. Um, I, I got really into, I'm using a lot of different apps myself in the moment. So I'm using an app that's called Calendly and Calendly is helping me organize my calendar um, between time zones because I have patients uh, in Europe and I have patients here in Canada. And also I start to get patients from other places. So it started to get very confusing. Uh, with the time zones and to coordinate uh, when I could have an appointment uh, with someone. So I started using uh, cal Calendly uh, and I have another little genius piece of software that I use for my Instagram which is called Planoly. So I got really into this Lee in the end and then of course when you say homeopathy Lee it's a Completely impossible to say, but most people they can't say homeopathy anyway. <laughs> uh, so I don't know, but <clears throat> I like uh, having these little uh, games in my life where I play creatively, and um, uh, yes, it, it, it's like I'm playing, it's like I'm having a little game. So, you know, before I became a homeopath, I worked in trend forecasting and uh, interior design. Uh, and uh, I was in a very creative job and uh, creativity was everything that I lived and breathed for at the time. It was just so um, something that I absolutely needed to have in my life. And it's nice to revisit that playfulness uh, with little projects, for instance, like the po this podcast, uh, but also uh, with uh, playing with a name like that. Um, so homeopathy, Lee, uh, it is completely impossible to say if you are not practicing a lot. So welcome to the third episode of Homeopathy, Lee. Um, today I want to talk about the HCG diet. Because I am on the HCG diet. Uh, some of, let me just explain... Uh, a little bit about what the HCG diet is. So HCG is the hormone, and don't uh, I ca I can't remember. I haven't written down the the full name of HCG, and I can't remember it on top of my head what it is. But it is the hormone that we can we measure 
when we measure if we are pregnant. So this is this is the HCG is is what is being me measured, what you can see when you can see a yes or no, or, or when you can see a yes, a positive uh, pregnancy test. That is the HCG that is being measured. So HCG uh, has been used um, actively in diets um, so that uh, women or people, uh, because men also have HCG, um, that you, you would get <clears throat> injected with a microdose or like, like a very small dose of the HCG um, uh, hormone. Uh, so if you had that in combination with a very low calorie diet, then your weight loss would be uh, extreme. And also it would have the side effect that you wouldn't feel hungry. So if you eat 500 calories a day, it doesn't matter under what circumstances that you do it, you would lose weight for sure. Uh, but when you do it with the HCG diet, when you ha get HCG, then you don't feel hungry. And your body actually also is not experiencing hunger because the HCG, the combination of the HCG in the, in the body uh, and uh, 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 the very low calorie diet, then the bodies there's an, another system in the body that kind of kicks in to protect the baby, and that means releasing fat from the body. Um, so even though you are having a low calorie diet, then you have the, all this released fat that will be transported through the bloodstream. Uh, of course, in the hope of reaching the placenta at one point. But when there's no placenta there, well, then it will just be part. Then we will just, uh, it will go pass through the digestive system or not. Uh, or it will uh, be excreted in the liver uh, and uh, leave the body. Uh, so it's a very, um, it's, a, it's a genius way uh, of losing weight because you have, First of all, the fat that you um, you lose on this diet is what you could call for the stubborn fat. So you know that the fat that is very hard to reach through diet, otherwise even through exercise. Um, so it's it's uh, uh, it's it's the storage uh, fat storage. It's 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 the fat that is really sticking there and don't want to and don't want to leave uh, but in this combination and in this diet then the body will start eating from that and take from that um i don't know how uh, i i don't know well i have studied this diet quite a bit because i did write my bachelor's degree about this diet uh, so i uh, have a bachelor's degree in science in homeopathy um, and um, as the bachelor pro project uh, was to make a research proposal, uh, so to propose, so so my uh, uh, I wrote about a proposal, uh, how I would make a proposal to research the effect of this diet, um, and in that uh, connection, I got in touch with a woman in Copenhagen. 
Isabel because uh, she manages uh, some groups um, of people online who go on this diet. So I thought it would be great to hook up with her and get to know some more about her. And uh, so I went down to meet her and see if we could set something up. And today she's just like one of my really nice friends, really, really nice friends. Um, and uh, recently, you know, because I got inspired to do another round, as we call it on this diet. So the, you could say that the, the diet is 29 days um, and you would call that a round. And out of those um, 20, 29 days, you have 26 days where you only eat 500 calories a day. Um, and that's what you would call a round. So I, I decided to take a round um, and just got really excited about it and got really into this diet again um, and taking lots of notes of my own journey in it this time. And the, and the nice thing is that now Isabel has agreed to setting up uh, a new online group for this diet. I think it would be super duper nice to work together uh, around around it uh, so that we have her. She uh, knows a lot about uh, uh, Chinese herbs um, and I'm not really sure how she would categorize her otherwise, but I would say like a... a like a, a shamanistic um, healing and um, counseling, I would say uh, is the other. I don't know how she describes it herself. That's that's kind of like how I imagine it. No, but it would be nice if, uh, to do something with her, with her, and then of course me being a homeopath, I have some things that uh, I would like to supplement this diet with uh, after studying it in more detail um, because I think now myself I am on um, day 14 so on day 14 with 500 calories a day and I work out almost every day I have excellent energy and I can fit into my clothes now uh, again and yeah, I, I just, it, it, it's funny because you get this kind of like high, you get really excited about being on this diet because you do lose a lot of weight, but also because you are so restricted on the calories, you really start eating, you have to eat super clean uh, while you're on it, so you get, everything that you get is fresh vegetables, it's just so nice. Um, it's a very controversial diet as you can imagine uh, when Isabel she first uh, started advertising for it on Facebook uh, they wouldn't let her advertise with the before and after pictures because uh, Facebook thought they were fake <laughs> um, they are not uh, so so that is of course super interesting I think it's super interesting that you this way that you can burn off some of the stubborn fat and in <clears throat> um, so that you 
a lot of people they will argue that it's uh, very it's a big strain for the body to be on a 500 calorie diet uh, 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 diet um, and that some people will consider it dangerous and they don't want to hear about anything else about this diet just when they hear that it's 500 calories uh, then they say no you shouldn't do it it's wrong it's bad for you all of these things but it isn't this is a different diet the circum you because of the hcg then you don't have to feel any hunger and the reason why you're not feeling any hunger it is because you do have calories where you're supposed to have calories so there is no famine there is no starvation that you have to recover recover from and and where your body is just going to start loading afterwards of course you have to be um, careful about what you eat afterwards it's not like we can do something like this and 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 then go back to all the convenience food and start eating sugar or lots of bread or something like this because then we will put the weight on again um, so that just has to be there has to be some common sense uh, about that and i just realized i think i forgot to say that where uh, the diet started as with injections of actual hcg hormone what you have found out later is that you can actually take hcg uh, in a homeopathic form and that will work just as well which i think really proves uh, something extreme uh, about what homeopathy is capable of doing um, because you can also just say i take the hcg so i don't feel any hunger and you don't really have to explain it any more than that but that is amazing uh, that a remedy can do that um but it it isn't it isn't healthy to carry fat in the body uh, so to go through something like this uh, over 29 days or 26 days is a good bargain um, when you get rid of some of that bad fat that is just holding on to toxins, toxins and uh, <laughs> making you age and just making you in bad shape and lowering your immune system and causing inflammation, you know, and all of those things that that can do. It's good to get it out of the body. So how does it work? Uh, it's basically split into uh, three phases. So phase one, phase two, and phase three. Phase one is uh, three days where you take the homeopathic remedy and you eat whatever you want. Or you eat normally and actually you're also invited to eating like extra, more than, than you uh, normally would. Uh, and that sounds very nice, but uh, you can soon feel the HCG kicking in. So you're not even hungry. So it's not like you feel like eating a lot. Um, and phase two, that is when you take the remedy and you are on the uh, low calorie diet, so it's 500 calories a day, and it's uh, structured in some very specific meals. Uh, so you have uh, a serving uh, of fruit a day, so 100 grams of fruit you can have twice a day, and then you have two meals 
uh, and they are structured in a certain way and the fruit and the meals is kept apart and you, so the, the, it is very uh, structured very strict and not a lot of fun it's not like this is party food it's not like there's a lot here that is gonna uh, excite you it's not a culinary course <laughs> uh, it's a it's a scrape it back to basics uh, uh, concept that is going on when it comes to the food but then you get to uh, also all of a sudden you just appreciate um, a nice fruit tea maybe you appreciate um, uh, to eat an orange for instance because you are allowed to eat oranges so uh, you get to appreciate food again in a different way, but it is quite boring. I have, and it's uh, boring to cook the food. This time around, I am much more organized, and um, I plan my meals ahead. So today I cooked soup. Uh, so I have uh, three portions of soup, and I chopped up like a huge bowl of uh, a really super nice salad with lots of different things in. Um, that I can eat from over the next couple of days so that's gonna save me some time now but otherwise when you have to chop up all these things and juice and do these types of things it, it does take a lot of time but if you plan a little bit ahead and think a little bit practical then it's okay so you, you have this very structured uh, diet for uh, actually for the next 26 days but for the last three days you don't take the HCG but Otherwise, you take the HCD for the 23 days. And then there is a period of time afterwards of three weeks where it's still no sugar, no bread. Um, I don't know about grain. Maybe some start introducing some grains, but some nuts slowly getting these things back in to the diet. But it's not the cream cakes and it, um, yeah, all that all that stuff. It's still... Uh, uh, you, to, to be sensible and to, and to make a good reset of the body. Um, <clears throat> so that's that's basically how, how the diet is structured. But then, of course, you can do different things uh, to help this process along. Uh, and that is what uh, Isabel, she has done, where she has recipes that she's made. She's got amazing ideas to how to control cravings because the the first week can be a little bit wobbly where you can get cravings or you get hungry even or but there's different strategies on how to deal with that and uh, I have not now tried out everything again and I just have to say that all the advice she's giving to that is just amazing uh, so if you suddenly feel like oh my god you know I need something sugary, I can't handle it, and give me something, a date, what can I have? You know, then there's strategies for that. That just work brilliantly, and also so that you, you can work with some of these things prevent, preventively, preventatively, preventatively, I'm sorry, trying to prevent um, uh, that you get there at all, because you're prepared with all the stuff that uh, Isabel has already put together. And along the way, um, and also because I looked so closely on the diet to understand it, uh, then I have some different remedies. 
that you can do as well to regulate your hunger, to um, beat sugar cravings. Um, I think there's also good reason to look at some emotional uh, perspectives uh, in something like this because it's like when you can't grab the candy or the coffee or the um, cheese sandwich or whatever uh, your poison is um, then it's like you're losing a dummy you know it's it's like we use food to kind of like stuff our feelings down you know when we have some feelings that wants to come up then we can grab something like this and try and stuff them down. Um, when we do, when we can't do that with food, when we are in such a restricted diet, then um, we have to find some other strategies uh, to deal with that. Um, to deal with the emotions, uh, because one thing is to deal with the dummy, the chocolate or whatever it is, but then afterwards you have to deal with the emotions. You know, the baby's still crying basically. Uh, what I advise to, to do with that is to, just to sit down um, on the floor and just feel the feeling and just acknowledge that the feeling is there, not to think good or bad about it, um, not try to understand it, not try to analyze it, not try to forgive, not try to anything. Just sit down and just feel it and feel what it is and acknowledge it, that it's there. And then you will feel it pass through you. I'm not saying that it won't come back again, but in that incident, you will see that, okay, this is manageable. I, I can actually have this feeling. Um, and uh, it will pass. So that's one thing to do. But there's also support that can be given uh, in that process with homeopathy. And homeopathy is just genius because we can make remedies out of anything. And if there's one very, very nice remedy that I think uh, I want to talk to Isabella about in connection um, with this diet, then it is that you can have homeopathic oxytocin. So oxytocin is the uh, hormone that is mostly present uh, during labor, childbirth, uh, and uh, when the mother is breastfeeding. So there's a lot of oxytocin there because it's frankly necessary. Or I don't know if it's necessary. I don't know how to explain it, but uh, oxytocin is closely, closely, closely connected to uh, our children. Um, um, when we look at what animals uh, have a high presence of uh, oxytocin uh, in the body um, then we can see that the longer it takes us to make our babies uh, ready to look after themselves uh, is uh, correlates uh, completely with uh, how much oxytocin is present in our bodies. So as humans, uh, our 
children, our babies, our kittens, our um, they they are the ones that takes the longest in uh, to be re be ready to, to look after themselves. So in humans, we have a lot of oxytocin present uh, in our bodies, and we have a lot of oxytocin experiences or lack of in our lives. Um, so if we have a bad connection uh, with our mother, then it's uh, quite natural, almost, you know, uh, or logical that uh, oxytocin is a, a good remedy for us. Because oxytocin is something that we would experience uh, with our mother uh, as we experience, or our children experience oxytocin through us. And I don't think that there's... When when we look at some of the homeopathic remedies that are dealing with obesity or dealing with sugar cravings in particular, uh, then we see that in these remedies, the mental and emotional pictures of these remedies are uh, has something to do with not feeling loved, for instance. Lack of love, uh, feeling abandoned, um, which is uh, something that we can experience very early on uh, in our connection with our mother, of course. So I think when we when we work with a diet and we work with people that do like um, co that that comfort eats otherwise and it has become a problem and so on, then I think that it's a good idea to address these things that we can, you know, the emotional aspect of things. And a remedy like oxytocin, it's quite easy to prescribe to a lot of people, you know, where homeopathy otherwise is very, you know, it's completely personalized and the remedies are 100% uh, prescribed on uh, the specific uh, things that we hear from the specific patient that we're talking to. But oxytocin is a remedy that is more easy to prescribe to a group of people. So if we know that there is a group of people here with weight issues, then I think it's pretty safe to say that uh, at least some of them <laughs> will have weight issues because of the connection with their mother or another figure that sh um, haven't looked after them in the way that they deserve to be looked after. Or not even deserve to be looked after the way that they were born to be looked after. So it's going to be very interesting to see uh, the combination that uh, Isabella and I can make around this. And of course, I'm also just extremely happy to be able to do a project together with uh, Isabel. Because we have actually been looking for a project to do together because it would be so much fun. We really go well together. Uh, she's uh, just so super cool um, uh, and now I start missing her so much but uh, we we will get we will get on it um, and make this uh, diet available to more people um, and maybe do some online group things so that we can have people going together because I do find that the the to have peers, to have colleagues in this, to have people that you can share with in, in this process of this uh, diet that is uh, important, I find, and super, super helpful. Uh, so, tr so we'll try and, and set some stuff up like that.
And I think what I was starting to talk about before was actually I wanted to say that when you hear about something like this from me uh, on this podcast, um, then I might as well just say straight up um, that even though there is good, uh, that there is some evidence uh, for the effects of this uh, diet, then it's... Uh, it's 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 not something that I would say that it's evident evidence based uh, in the way that the um, pharmaceutical uh, world uh, uh, says that we it, it, when you when you look at evidence based medicine then it's as if we are only allowed to share our experiences through evidence based. Um, uh, medicine, you know, things must be evidence-based, and it's a, uh, you can have an opinion about that, you know, it's not illegal to talk about things that are not evidence-based, I think, <laughs> at least when, at least when you say, hey, this is not evidence-based, but frankly, I would also say that, that something is evidence-based today uh, is not evidence for anything other than it can be presents it in a way so that the evidence looks as if it's there. Um, it's a heavy topic, but we just really need to be aware that evidence-based means not a lot. A lot of these studies, they are being so extremely manipulated, of course, to be in the favor of the product that should be sold. It's difficult to uh, find good independent uh, studies. Um, and it's not because, you know, I value uh, science. I value studying things. I have a degree in science. Um, you know, the frameworks that is to do science uh, is brilliant. Uh, there is a lot of great science out there as well, but there is also a lot of science that simply can't be made because there's no budget, because there's no pharmaceutical company to do it, because there's no financial interest, you know, in a product that you can't patent. It's it's not strange at all. Um, but also, um, science is more complicated uh, than reading uh, the abstract and the conclusion, you know. You need to read everything in between about how uh, uh, these numbers have, how 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 did we reach the numbers that we present in the conclusion, uh, and that's not always straightforward, you know, and, and uh, how that has been worked out. So to say that something only has value because it's evidence based is. Um, <laughs> it's not true. Um, there is a lot of truth outside the evidence-based um, world. But uh, let me just say it here so that uh, there's no doubt in your mind. If you're looking for an evidence-based uh, uh, form of medicine um, where you can get the stuff that uh, your doctor has heard about and, and, you know, all of those things, this is the wrong place, then this is not what you want. And this is not, uh, 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 and 
that it you will have to go and look somewhere else. Uh, and then I hope that uh, by having said that, uh, that I will never get into trouble and that I can still speak freely about something as wonderful as this HCG diet um, in peace. <laughs> uh, because I think it is fantastic that we have something like this by our hands uh, and we can use it and we can lose lose a lot of weight and we can lose a lot of the weight that is really unhealthy on us and actually i myself i've been so sloppy in my diet before i started on this um i'm really enjoying all the vegetables that i eat now you know 500 calories worth in vegetables is, is quite a lot actually um and i'm definitely feeling a boost also from getting a good food like that um so i will keep talking about this diet and, and uh, also as it comes it goes along and uh, Isabella and I we can get something set up but uh, with that I think I'm just going to say thank you for listening to this slightly different podcast again uh, talking me just talking about the HCG diet I think there are many different ways of making these episodes and I'm not really sure if I'm ever going to find a format and I'm going to say, this is the way that my podcasts are built up. Um, let's hope not. Let's uh, Anyway, it's uh, this is another game, uh, something else I can play with and explore. And uh, hopefully uh, you will have some enjoyment out of it too. And if you're listening to it, I am really, really grateful that you're listening to it. Thank you so very much for listening to this and uh, if you liked a little bit of what you heard, then I hope you would also go and give me a nice rating. Uh, and hopefully so um, I get to get more listeners and more people with hear about homeopathy. So thank you for this time and I will see you soon again. <laughs>